This is Bill Duke from Mandy and Predator, and you're listening to Without Your Head. of decapitation without your head i'm nasty neil and i'm joined by william crane director of the classic blackula and uh many other things it's very cool to have you here so thank you for inviting me yeah now um first of all like how did you get involved in blackula uh i um was uh came into hollywood and uh, just caused a lot of attention i guess and uh uh, I got a chance to do some episodic television and uh, uh, Starsky and Hutch and Mod Squad and some things like that. And I guess the word just kind of got around. And I heard that uh, American International Pictures was uh, about to embark on this film. And I called them up and talked to Sam Markoff and I got hired. Yeah. What was it about it that interested you? Well, it was a horror movie that... Uh, uh, I hadn't, uh, you know, I, mean, I, I grew up with Dracula's and, and Wolfman and, and, uh, Frankenstein and, uh, you know, all the rest. And, uh, this was going to be, um, uh, uh, a black character playing the role. Uh, the, what the concept was. So, uh, that was interesting just off the start. Mm-hmm. So you were always a horror movie fan? Well, uh, just like the Universal I, I guess, just movies, yeah, just movies. I mean, at, you know, at, at my age, when I was a kid, we'd go to movies on Saturday morning and watch the serials, if you were old enough to remember what those were. And uh, and then uh, we would look at Lon Chaney and 
and uh, all of those horror movies. And so I, I guess I was a fan. But, yeah, we'd always go see those, and I guess you could say that. Mm-hmm. So um, were you any? did you have any input in um, casting William Marshall for Blackula? Yeah, quite a bit, actually. They, were, they wanted to use, uh, oh, there was, I think there was an actor named Roscoe Lee Brown. This, is, this goes way back. And, and you can ask me about Blackula. I think they wanted to use Roscoe Lee Brown. And uh, they, um, if, if you remember anything, if you knew anything about uh, American International, they were doing a lot of exploitive movies mm-hmm. or black exploitation and so they had a different uh, a different movie in mind. And so uh, I wanted to make it a classic. And William Marshall was Shakespeare trained and had the presence that I thought would make uh, I thought would make it really well. So that's that's uh, I, I asked I asked I asked our producer, Joe Narr, if he'd go for it. And we both decided that uh, William Marshall would be it. So we kind of forced it on. Yeah. What would this AIP like to work with? Work for I guess. Well, you know, it, it was uh, it was a tough one. It was really tough. Uh, uh, I, they uh, they had their own people. They had their own uh, uh, people who had been working for them, and uh, there was uh, uh, Sam Markoff and 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 his partner Nicholson were really good people, but some of the crew members were were a little tough. Mm-hmm. How so? Unreceptive, uh, just not receptive at all. I guess I directed that before it was legal for black directors. So uh, there were some there was there were some problems. I mean, nobody said they didn't want to work with me, but there were some there were some small things that happened. Hmm. So, um, was the movie that you made was it any different from like the movie they wanted to make? Besides, you know, William oh, Marshall, totally, to- well, yeah, totally different. Just I mean, all the way down to. Uh, there's one incident that I, I, I tell about, they, you know, they wanted to, I wanted to have this, uh, cape that Blackula wore, uh, to use a, a, um, a gray inside instead of red. Usually all of vampires use red capes and the mm-hmm. black cape with the pearl gray was something they didn't want. So that created a big problem, but I was able to get that. And, uh, so that was one thing. And then there were, there were many others. Yeah. Were they happy with the finished movie? Oh yeah, absolutely happy with it. As a matter of fact, I think as the dailies came in, they began to lighten up a little bit. Um, I I guess they realized they had a good, uh, uh, you know, I think they realized, I I heard later they realized they had something that they hadn't counted on. So, you know, at that time we didn't have uh, TV and instant dailies. You had to go the next day to see the dailies. Mm -hmm. And so uh, all the time we were shooting, I was on location, you know, we weren't on, we weren't on the movie a lot. And uh, so every day I did reports that they were pretty happy. Was was it always going to be PG when you were making the movie? You knew it was going to be PG. Yes, didn't have to change anything. I, on horror noir, um, you mentioned that the original name was Count uh, Browns and Browns in Town. <laughs> <laughs> they, want, they wanted to do Count Browns in Town. I mean, they did a lot of. They were doing. Um, well, I don't want to bring anybody down, but they were they were yeah. having guys cut meat cleavers, and you know it was kind of. Uh, not swashbuckling so much, but just uh, 
you know, shucking and jiving, I guess, was quite a bit. And so uh, that is a fact. They did want to call it Count Browns in town. And, you know, we decided to change that. Mm-hmm. Now, I've read that um, that William Marshall himself, like, added the uh, the Dracula scene at the beginning. Uh, how much did he add to the movie? Or change, I guess. Well, he didn't add it. You mean you mean with the with the original Dracula? You mean Charles Charles Macaulay, the 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 the, the real Dracula? I mean the the mm-hmm. European Dracula? No, yes. he didn't add that. Oh, okay. Was that in the original well, script, or was that something you added? No, that was the original script. I mean, they they uh, you know I had the digitals, but the original script was there. I mean, he had to he had to start from somewhere. So I don't yeah. I, I don't I never read that uh, William Marshall said that. I didn't know yeah. that. But no, it was in it was in the script. Uh, I had to find the 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 castle and and uh, hire the actor. And the actor just when he walked in to the to our first meeting, I was just bowled over. He was perfect. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I think it's it's uh, well, it's in the uh, commentary track that I listened to earlier, and uh, I think it's even on AMDB that uh, or not on uh, Wikipedia. I mean, that, uh, that like that was that wasn't even in the script, and uh, that William Marshall added it. Well, you know, I I I, 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 I believe agree with that. Right. I just I disagree with it. I mean, he had to he had to start somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, and and where would it start? I mean, it had to. I mean, I mean, he wouldn't just you, appear, right? Yeah, he would just appear. I mean, the the first time we see him after that is when those two uh, decorators, you know, buy the stuff, and they end up going to the castle to buy the stuff, to buy the, the to buy the, uh, the the things that they wanted to sell. You know, the 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 uh, antiques. So they were going there to buy antiques, and uh, that's how he was there. So I guess if, if you started the movie before then i guess but how would you get how would you get how would you get the vampire in the coffin right right yeah i because i even wrote that in my notes like well how how would the movie have started without that because it did make a lot it uh it didn't make a lot of sense to me because it wouldn't have had a a beginning just like you said yeah no it it was uh no it was it was uh it was that was, it was a it was a beauty for me it was a beauty and I, I mm-hmm. and it was in the script and I I, uh, I don't think I'm not sure what they what he's what he's saying I guess you know Bill Marshall was a character so let's just put it that way <laughs> <laughs> all right did you keep in contact with him after the movie uh yeah we talked from time to time uh not often I mean I went on to do more uh uh, episodic television mm-hmm. than, uh, than I wanted to. And, uh, so, but we would talk from time to time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I had uh, Bill Duke on the show, he also, uh, did a lot of, uh, episodic television as a director. And, uh, you know, he, he told some stories of how, um, there was a lot of racism that he would come, come into uh, contact with. Uh, was that the case with you? Yeah, it was actually, I mean, the, the crews were just, you know, I mean, the the crews were. How could I describe them um, diplomatically? I mean, they just they they threw a lot of little stories. I don't know what Bill Duke went into, but I I I would imagine. I mean, I, I remember once going on the 20th Century Fox lot, and and you know, you drive on the lot, and of course, you'd have as a director, you'd have a parking place. And I remember driving up to the guard shack, you know, behind a couple of cars. And the the guard guy came out and 
and uh, you know was going to say you you can't drive on the lot or something. And one of the guys that were was on the crew had you know they parked wherever they parked, but he was walking down the sidewalk of the of the drive, you know, just walking mm-hmm. down, and I heard him whistle. And uh, I don't remember the guard's name, but he'd say, Lewis, Lewis, the guy's a director, you know, a director, director. (laughs) (laughs) Watched his face kind of change and watch him go through the confusion. But I mean, what Uh the guy was telling him was let him in. You're going to get yourself in trouble. Yeah. That was one time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that was once. And then um, I guess you can bleep this out, but I, I remember once shooting we were shooting a SWAT mm-hmm. and it, it called for days. The, 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 the way the schedule was, it was going to be an eight hour shoot. And for some reason I just got really lucky and was able to get the work done by, by lunchtime. And, uh, so that meant everybody had to pack up and head for the next day's work. So they, you know, they were on the phone doing stuff and, you know, of course, they they drove me into the lot, and and uh, so we opened the stage, and so I got there early. And so what was so cool about it was that the, the you know the the drive back was during lunch period, so we had a you know they you know they could take the lunch and then drive back, and it wasn't a big deal. But this one guy, I came on stage four or something, and this one guy saddled up to me and said. Um, you know, they had opened the door, but the door was open and there's nothing going on on the lot at all or nothing going on on that stage. And this guy saddled up to me and said, well, you're going to work on this show. And I said, yeah. And he said, well, I wonder, I just, I bet this fucking director is an asshole. (laughs) 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 You know, and so, uh, I, I said, oh, and he said, yeah, it's fucking directors, and he's fucking directors an asshole, but, you know, I got it work, so I got to do it. <laughs> so later on, during the, later on during the shoot, <laughs> and it was, you know, two or three hours into the shoot, you know, and he finally came up to me and said, man, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I had no idea you were a director. And I said, yeah, you know, we come in all shades. <laughs> wow. So, so, yeah. By the way, uh, Troy is here as well now. I am. Yeah. I've I finally made the seat. I'm sorry that I am late. Sorry. Oh, don't worry about it, Troy. It's good. We were we were just uh, kind of rolling along here. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I was just listening to the stories, just kind of hanging back. Yeah. Okay. When did you did that ever get better in time uh, when you were working in on TV? You know, not not really. It's it, uh, it just was, it was really tough. I mean, some of it was really heartbreaking. I mean, I remember once a guy who was a, I don't have to tell all these stories, man. I'm not going to ever get back here again. But one, one guy was just decided that, you know, he was the cameraman. And I, I, I never got the story with this, but I think they were trying to stall it for some reason. I don't know. And every time I get ready to set up a shot he'd go off and say I've got to go read the script which doesn't make any sense and I remember this camera operator who was from Canada I knew I want to find this guy but he just got really blew up and screamed and said I've never seen anything like this and he threw I think he threw the clipboard down the, the, the board down 
what's going on? Cameraman came back with this operator and what's going on? What's going on? He said, you guys are just treating this guy really awful. I've never seen anything like this. And, mm. You know, I, it, it, was, it, it, it was, so then it, he had to kiss us. So it, this guy was an assistant. He wasn't the operator. He was an assistant. Mm. Uh, so there were, there were incidents like that. Sure. Mm. Is, uh, is any of that what led you uh, to leave uh, directing, leave uh, making movies and TV? No, I, I, you know, I got it. We listen. The money was good, and I was doing mm-hmm. good, and I was turning in good work. I mean, I think I got a couple of reviews on Starsky and Hutch. I got a couple of review of uh, one or two reviews on, on, uh, on something. Well, I think one of the shows I did opened the season, and so on the Hollywood Reporter, I got a good review. I got good reviews all the time, but you know, I had my mom was ailing, and, and uh, you know, I had to. I had to take care of her and mm-hmm. uh, some of the shows I just didn't go do. I mean, I, uh, yeah, no, I just, it just kind of, you know, kind of wear out. You just get a little wear out. So I just kind of slow down. And once you slow down, you slow down. <laughs> All right. So what was uh, the initial, re- uh, when, when Baika first comes out, what, how do people take to it? Uh, you know, the fans and, and, um, and critics. They they really liked it. I mean, they, they no one did. People didn't know what to expect. But uh, once we did it, we added the music, and it got going, and people came to see it. I mean, the box office was really great. I, I've heard stories. I mean, it wasn't that sophisticated in terms of how much AIP was making, but apparently they were they were in the red. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that's that's. Um, that's something you could look up, and uh, Blackula put them back in the black. Is what I understand. Just the the, the box office went sky high, mm-hmm. so um, that was a good thing. Yeah. Now, uh, did they ask you to do the sequel? You know, they talked to me about the sequel, but I I just I was just worn out, Neil. I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't I, I didn't I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know. I didn't know what I would do with it. Um, the, you know, the rumor was there, and I kind of let it be known that I I just didn't think I was interested. Mm-hmm. So it does uh, have a it, another, it has a d- definitive ending too. So you know, it's weird to do another one. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, once you did it, you kind of do it. I mean, I I guess now with uh, as I, as I said at film noir that uh, they've done Blade Runner again. And, Mm-hmm. and uh, Alien again and I guess a few other things they're doing over again so I don't I, I didn't think Scorsese is out doing another one I, I, I don't know um, the audience really said you should do another I mean I keep hearing that I keep hearing that yeah. so yeah. Uh, uh, it's, 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 it's an interesting concept Neil <laughs> it really yeah. is an interesting concept should I do it should I, should I go do it with a change uh, I, I don't know it'd be interesting I, I don't know I, yeah, it, the whole thing would would change now, and I'm I'm a little more mellowed out now than I was. <laughs> right, right. It's, yeah, you mellow out after our twenties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, David Lean and those guys kept going until, <laughs> and you know, kept going. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So it's what is it left? Forty something years later. So it would be interesting yeah. how you would you know. Oh yeah. I guess I'm I mean, sure there's still lots of uh, of relevant things today that you could put in it, but it'd be a different movie. 
Yeah, it would to- totally, totally be different. Yeah, I remember seeing that movie when I was, I think, five years old at the Hyannis Drive-In, and like, oh, no, everybody really. loved it. Everybody <laughs> went berserk for it. Like we all just, we couldn't get it up. You know, we, I think we went back the next night and saw it again. You know, my mom, she just loved it. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I it, it, it was, it was good. I had, I had fun and just, uh, you know, I was. I was, I was doing theater at, at beforehand and there was just, uh, it was just perfect. It was right on. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad to hear that. Some people still talk about it. And when I talked to, uh, some people who said you scared the living daylights out of me, I, uh, I was kind of have to chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Troy and I are brothers, so I'll say mom. And, um, uh, she still says oh, it's right. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. She, yep, yep. It was before Neil was born, though. Neil didn't come around till seventy six. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, but she still talks about it being uh, very. She even said she tried to watch when I mentioned you were coming on the show tour. Uh, that she tried to watch it not too long ago by herself at night, and she was too scared, so she had to turn it off. <laughs> yep. You're kidding me. Is that uh, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, true story. Well, you know the, the 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 fun part was you know I told you the thing about the high speed camera. You remember that, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they didn't want to give it. They didn't want to give it to me. They were going to have to hire another crew, and they were going to spend more money. And they didn't. And I had asked for it from the very first day. And because uh, once I ch- once I chose the once I chose the uh, location, mm-hmm. practical location, it was the same building that the police station was in, uh, for the morgue, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I had this vision of, uh, of her coming down the hall on that long stretch. And so I just thought it would be, you know, a, a, just really great. And, uh, I didn't want to do it. And, you know, I kept asking a cameraman, I said, listen, can we crank, how fast can we crank up this? <laughs> <laughs> How fast can we crank up this camera? And he said, "We can't. We're not going to go that fast." I said, "Come on, man. Let's let's just run." I was I was ready to use a regular camera. Yeah, and then that yeah. shot, you know, with with the female vampire running at the camera, and it's like in slow motion. That still is a great shot. Still holds up. I, 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 it still holds up, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. yeah. It's just that distance, but uh, just in when when. I would imagine that, you know, some other director asking for the camera, they probably would have given it to him. But I think there was, there was just, there was just a little resistance. It got a lot of resistance. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I don't know. <laughs> just got some resistance. What, yeah. what can I tell you? Yeah. <laughs> I think, wasn't that like Elijah Cook, right? That she's like running down oh. after wasn't that wonderful? Oh, that was just the best. Yeah, he's sitting there talking on the phone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and like a, Troy mentioned seeing it when he was five, and I think uh, I think that's part of the reason why um, you know people still talk about it because you could watch it and just enjoy it as a a fun movie or scary movie. But uh, then when you're older, you, you can look at it and look at the, the more deep meanings of different things. So it can appeal right. to like a, all ages. Mm-hmm. Good. That's good. That's good to hear. Yeah. What would true. you do today if I were to do a show like that today? What would I do today? I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, 
that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. You know I took my I took my boy to uh, Washington D.C. to to uh, he wanted to go do the march for our lives. Oh mm-hmm. wow! And he's only fifteen, believe. I'm just here's this old guy with you right now. I'm just, I've got a fifteen year old. <laughs> Somebody said, "What the hell are you thinking?" And I said, "I don't know." <laughs> obviously, obviously, I didn't plan it well, did I? <laughs> uh, but uh, he wanted to uh, go to March for Our Lives, and I said, "You kidding me?" He said, "No." So we went to school, and we we went into the teacher's room, and we wrote on the blackboard, "Gone fishing." And we headed for the airport. <laughs> <laughs> William Crane's gone fishing. So we jumped on the plane and went. And uh, when we got there, we, you know, we stayed there a couple of days. And I thought, you know, let me go to the, the who's the body to keep, what's the company that keeps all the records of everything? The, the board mm. of something. Or the yeah, I'm not positive, but yeah. You know what I'm talking about. The right. books, they keep the books, they keep everything right. And I went there to see who has the rights to Blackula. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, what is the, what's, the, what's the thing? There's a government thing that's been paid for forever. We go there, you can find the records on anything, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, right. We can go there to the card index. And, and it looks like MGM has the rights. And I guess they have the rights because it just pops over, keeps going over. Mm. And uh, I, somebody said to me, well, if you tried to do Blackula, you can't use the name. And I think, well, how do you do that? <laughs> you know, right. You know, what, what, what happens? How do, I think they just got the rights because they bought everything from AIP, you know. And uh, so I don't, know, I don't know how to do that. So I have another, I have a different I have a different idea to do something else. I don't know if I should tell you guys or not, because once it goes out there, somebody will take it. The <laughs> <laughs> thing in Hollywood was always, if you come up with an idea and you talk about it, somebody across town knows about it because, <laughs> you know, it just goes through the, it goes, it just goes through the, the atmosphere or something. But I have something else I want to try to do, but I don't know. What do you guys think? You think I should try to do Black Eagle again? You tell me, how would you do it? What would you do? I think you definitely could do it. I think there'd be interest because uh, there's a lot of factors there. It's um, you know part of it's pe- people might have grew up with the movie, so they're, they're going to be interested. Nostalgia okay. factor, but then if you make something totally different, um, they're going to be interested in that too. Especially if it's from the same uh, director of the original one. Uh, what do you do with it? Um, I guess you. I think you'd have to you know do something that's uh, that would be topical over the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, like you mentioned, like uh, the Black Lives Matter or uh, yeah. something with the president, right. maybe. Or, right. Uh, right. Right. You know, you guys are, are um, I don't know, I guess I come from humble background and I just am, I'm so flattered that everybody thinks I'm so great, but I didn't. You <laughs> <laughs> know, I, you know, I started with a camera when I was a, when I was in grade school, I still have my Browning Hawkeye camera. And you guys don't even know what that is. Wow. But I'm not, I don't. Little, 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 uh, my, I, well, how about my Donald Duck camera? <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Now I got you. Still have that. And uh, the Brownie was a little box camera that that took uh, 
Uh, what was the film? It took the, there was only 12 roll, 12, 12 exposures for the film. Mm-hmm. And I still have that. I still have my eight millimeter projector. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I still have that thing. And, you know, we used to cut the film with, you know, a razor blade and some, and some glue, you know, and some oh. crazy glue to try to put it together. I still have that. So I'll go way back with it, but I don't know. I guess what I'm saying is I guess I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, I, 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 when I see things now, I, I kind of visualize some things I visualize. And then I think the thing, the movie making has changed because these kids are watching the, what is it? The X, I mean, the, 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 the takes are a lot different. The takes, the, 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 you can't do long takes anymore. Yeah. Everything's so faster and the attention span is only, you know, one second, two, three well, second yeah, takes. Right. I don't mm-hmm. know how, how do you, how do you, how do you tell a story with that? I don't know how to do that. And I, I, I really wanted to get on my boy got in some difficulty at school as crazy and not where we want them and i wanted to go see roma before they took it out of the theaters and i think i missed it huh have i missed it is it still i think so it they might have re-released it because sometimes they re-release movies you know after they win but yeah yeah, it's on netflix already but i know it's not the same as watching it at the theater I'm not going to see this thing, so I'd have to rent something and go see it i guess so i wanted to see that because they're talking about how great it was so I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to do. I mean, do you still have it? Do you still have the? Do I still have the vision? I guess that you don't lose the vision. I don't right, know. I might right. not be walking. I might not be walking that good, but I can still see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. So I actually, was uh was the term black exploitation around yet when you made Blackula? Or did that come after? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Well, I mean, the, okay. the, the coin of black exploitation with AIP, that's what they were doing. And then uh, there were guys who were trying to make movies that had no idea what they were doing, but they, they um, I, don't, I don't mean studios like AIP, but everybody picked up a camera, I guess. Uh, I mean, I, I, I guess you'd liken it to some of the, some of the X-rated stuff that's out, some of the pornographic stuff that's out now. I mean, everybody's just picking up a camera, pointing the camera. <laughs> yep. So, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, none of it. I guess none of it works that well. I don't know. I guess is 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 Stormy Daniels a movie star now? He's calling her a porn, <laughs> a porn star. She's a star. Uh-huh. And I'm not knocking her. I'm not knocking her. <laughs> she's got an enterprise, and she's a very intelligent woman, apparently. But. uh so I don't know, guys. You have to keep me posted and keep me, keep oh, me informed. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll let you know. I'll, I'm gonna put that out there and see if people would be interested. I think they would be. Oh, I know and, uh, I would be. I'd be all yeah. excited. Yeah. Well, you know, now you guys tell me something. I keep hearing several several couple of years back. I hear that Spike Lee went on GoFundMe and. Apparently he's got all the money in the world, but he went on GoFundMe. I don't know if he raised money on GoFundMe or not. I will say, uh, well, you go on, and and I'll say what I think about GoFundMe. Yeah, uh, that that I mean, the the way you're marketing movies now, or marketing what you're going to do is is uh, go out to one, you know, go out to social media, and I guess put out what you want to (laughs) do. 
I, I, I'm going to go off on a tangent here. You know, Jim Brown and Richard Pryor mm-hmm. had they, uh, the Warner Brothers gave Richard Pryor they put some money up for him to go and just do stuff. Mm-hmm. And I wonder to this very day if I shouldn't have gone to help those guys out because I, I, I he ended up giving the money back. I don't, I don't think they ever made anything. And there were a lot of people around trying to work and do this and do that. And I think somebody had to walk in there and do maybe three or four 15 minute vignettes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. with music and everything, and they probably would have been successful. And I was living right down the street from him, sitting at Barham Oakwood Apartments there. I stayed there a long time. Oh, wow. And I started, started to go over there and do that, but I didn't do it. And today, I don't know. I mean, I'll just never know whether I should have or not. But the point being that what do you do? Do you go out? Is it possible to go out and shoot maybe, uh, you know, 10 minutes and add some music and, add something else to it and put it out there and say, this is what we're going to do. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's how a lot of those start is, uh, they'll do a, a small treatment and that'll show people like what your idea is. And then I, in theory, then more people are, uh, you know, likely to, uh, to help, uh, what that's called crowdfunding to, to give money to it, to, uh, to help it, you know, become a thing. Yeah, because we've seen it work with with different movies before, yeah. you know, with well, even you know, like, funding that way. Yeah, even Machete, which isn't crowdfunded, but it was originally just a uh, a fake trailer with Danny Trejo. You right. know, it was never meant to be anything else, but then people liked it so much that they actually made it into a feature movie. So you're calling it? I've heard that. Obviously, uh, maybe you guys think I'm in the woods, but I might be the crowdfunding. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so in other words, you, you, you. I'm gonna go up on 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 uh, Instagram or go up on uh, one of those and say, look, this is what I've got in mind. Or do I do a a one on one sit down at the table with the books behind me or something to say this is what I have in mind? Anybody interested? I don't. I mean, what do you? Yeah, think? there's there's two different. There are people who do both. Um, you, there's always a video involved, and it either is someone sitting there. And saying what their idea is, and then some people do do what else you said is they actually make something small, maybe like a scene or whatever, uh, to give people more of a visual idea of uh, of what you want to do. And then it, the, there's a few different. Uh, well, really, probably just a few minutes, I would think. There could be, you know, probably between like three and ten minutes, I think. Three and ten minutes. You think you can sell something in three and ten minutes, huh? Yeah, I mean that's what uh, a lot of those things are. They're just a few minutes. God, you know, I'm so old, man. You know, Richard Brooks and those guys used to sit down, go into the movie studio and sit down and say, look, I want to do a film called Candyman or I want to do a film called Mr. Goodbar. Mm-hmm. And they'd say, okay, here's the money. Go do it. What happened to that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't do that anymore, right? Yeah. Old yeah. dinosaurs. But okay, that might be the thing to do. So I have to spend some money and, and uh, go out and get and, a camera. And, and I think, you know, even if you can't use the name Blackula, the idea that you uh, that you made Blackula and that you would you could use the name in, in your thing you made, but not say like I'm going to make you know the new Blackula. You can't call whatever it is Blackula. But I think that since you have an established name with it, that it would bring uh, some attention to it right away. That yeah, it, that might not be there for you know just some idea from somebody that no one has heard of before. You know what I mean? Right, right. I see what you mean. 
So you think my name is that good out there? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Long yeah, at least they get name recognition, right? Then you know, like you're gonna get somebody's attention that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, Troy, I'm gonna <laughs> go with me on this one. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go out there and do that. Listen, I've, I've, I, you know, I've been been with this. You, I don't know how old you guys are, but I got a 15 year old man. Who, if I say, start with your left foot, he said, "No, Dad, I'm gonna start with my right foot." You know, and so now he's he got some, you know, he. Blew it in his geometry. He's only in the tenth grade. Blew his geometry. Blew to English. So now I'm spending what should be retirement money trying to get him into tutors and stuff. But he's a baseball player, you guys. Wow. And he is good. I mean, he's really good. I mean, he was little, little tyke at four years old, and I standing in the back of my house and standing by the water heater and he had this rubber bat that you get from big lots and a, a ball, I guess the girls, <laughs> girls play jacks with, I don't know what the hell it was. And I tossed him this ball and he swung at it and the ball went over the fence in the backyard. Nice. And I said, Whoa, wait a minute. What is this? And he's standing smiling at me with his no teeth. You know? <laughs> 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 so I took him to the little league, a coach pitch or something. And the, you know, the coach said, Beverly Hills or something, I guess. He said, where'd you get this kid from? I said, well, he came out of the oven about five <laughs> years ago. <laughs> I said, well, keep him going. And so when he was 12, you know, he ended up going to Hooperstown and went to New York and took him to Hooperstown and he did really, really well. Huh. And I just don't have him in the best school for as far as the, for him to be seen. And so I'm spending a lot of time with him. But I think... You know, he's never had a babysitter. I'm a single dad, mm-hmm. and uh, he doesn't have to have babysitters anymore. I think that's what my point is. I, I, I think I can, I think I can stretch out and go make a movie. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yep. So. Yeah. You know, fifteen. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think the time is perfect. Yeah. I think so. Huh? Yeah. Okay. You I'll can help you on set. Posted. I'll yeah. keep you posted. What do I? What do I do? Go on Instagram or go on Twitter and that. Yeah, there's official, you know, pages that you have to like uh, the, the GoFundMe or um, there's a couple other. Uh, the names escape you right now, but GoFundMe is the, the main one. Um, and then from there, you would share it on the different social media sites. Probably send it out to some of the the horror websites because I think they would share it. Uh, I can help you with that. You know, like uh, Bloody Disgusting, JoeBlow.com, uh, Pop Horror, those kind of sites. And uh, I think sure. that, you know, then it just kind of spreads from there. People start to share and talk about it. Okay. All right. Well, you're going to put this on air. What are you going to, you're going to put this on the air? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People are interested in whatever we're talking about. And I hope. I can't tell you what my other movie is. Man. I have another movie. I, I, I'm afraid to tell you because I'm afraid somebody will take it. All I right. haven't well, written you can tell us after we, after we stop recording, or you tell me off. Oh, after you stop recording. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, uh, and I got a western. I uh, just just really want. You think a western would go nowadays? Hmm, that's uh, that's interesting. There, I mean, it seems like um, every 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 once in a while, like like there's a modern western that pops up, and usually people are into them. But I mean, I can't guarantee, but. 
uh, you know, like I know this is a while ago, but when Unre- Unforgiven came out, like mm-hmm. westerns weren't really that popular anymore. But you know, yeah, and no, that was really. Right. Good. And then you know, every few years after that, they'd be like, um, "Dances with Wolves" came out. That was big. Uh, just mm-hmm. like last year was the Coen Brothers one. The um, not necessarily a western, but it was set in that in that time period. Uh, Buster Scrubs. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, don't forget yeah. they had done that remake of the John Wayne one before that too. Oh yeah, True Grit. True oh, Grit. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. True Grit. Right. They did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. This guy's making A's and B's right now because I really wrote him, read him the riot act. And so he's doing okay. <laughs> so I just got to sit down and start getting up at 4.30 and 5 in the morning and trying to write this stuff out. He, uh, is the, um, let's see, uh, uh, script, scriptor. Uh, what's the, 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 what's the one that people are using now? Is it? Uh, oh, I'm not positive. Uh, huh? I don't. I, I'm not sure about, uh, I don't know a lot about writing scripts, so, but I actually did ask for information on that the other day on my Facebook and people mentioned some different uh, programs to write scripts. Yeah. I think there's one that's, 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 uh, that's the creme de la creme, I guess I'll just have to renew one on that. Okay. I hope I made you guys laugh. And, uh, oh, yeah. You had some great stories to tell. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. We'll do we do it again sometime if you like. Okay, we'll do it. All right, we can that talk about uh, Doctor Black and Mister Hyde, or and we talk about oh, you can update us on anything's in, going on. Yeah, you can tell we us what, what, what you're Do- up we to We didn't now. get into Doctor. We didn't get into Doctor Black and Mister Hyde. That was a hoot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was really. A, yeah, yeah. I so. I have to admit, I did not. I had not seen that before. I've seen Black many times. But I watched uh, Doctor Black and Mister Hyde for the first time uh, uh, just the other day for the for the interview. What did you think? I enjoyed it quite a bit, and uh, the special effects are great. And then I saw Stan Winston's in them; that was cool. Oh no! And, oh, uh, yeah. I didn't know that. Wow! Yeah, I really dug the movie, and, and you know, acting's good, and uh, yeah, I liked this. I liked it a bit. I actually hadn't heard about it until I watched Horror Noir. That's when it popped up. I was like, oh, that's when I have to. Uh, I have to watch. I had seen. Uh, I know you're not involved, but I saw Black and Black and Son. I can't say is 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 too good, but no. My favorite part <laughs> about Blackenstein is uh, the title says Blackenstein, and then the subtitle is the Black Frankenstein. And I was like, yeah. is that just in case you didn't get? Oh God! Okay. <laughs> okay, you guys, you spurred me on. You got my attention. You spurred me on, and I, I might, I might call you up on this crowdfunding thing. I'll keep that in mind right. and see what, and see what I, see what I have to do here. I'm not exactly sure what to do. You might be able to guide me on that a little bit. Let's see yeah. what happens. I'll help you out. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Well, we yeah. wish you the best okay. of luck on that. That sounds. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be great. And for okay. people who haven't checked it out yet, uh, you can see uh, William. You can see yourself on uh, on Horror Noir, which is on Shutter, which is a great watch. I really enjoyed it. Watched it a couple times. Yeah. Can I? Can I do that? Can I take? Can I take some? Uh, can I guess I can take some? I could put that on my website, right? I mean, my the the the, the few minutes that I have on there. Oh yeah, I, I'm not. Okay. Yeah, I'm not positive how that works, but yeah. How did I come? How did I come off? Great. Yeah, I. Um, yeah, really good. Yeah, I really liked the whole documentary, but uh, yeah, your part was was, was great in it. Um, the whole thing was really interesting. 
Did you did you okay. watch it all? Did you get to see the finished project? Yeah, I, yeah, I was there that night. I, I saw it. I'm, I'm I'm just asking your opinion on how I came oh, off. Yeah. Are you looking? Oh yourself? yeah. I'm looking at myself. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, looking at myself right. and saying, oh man, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I don't know. I'm just asking you guys. You guys are really nice. You're good for my ego. That'll last for a week at least. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Right, we'll do it again. All yep. right. Okay. Take care. So much. Well, have a good sure. night. Right, bye bye. Sure. Bye bye. From ancient terrors to the search for modern day conspiracies, the tomb of Nick Cage is the new sound in horror rock. Uncover the mystery of old world horror for the new world order on iTunes, Amazon, and more. Ripley, we should have listened. Sitting here on a lie. Wailing, you tiny. Now we're gonna die. The tomb of Nick Cage. Find out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Tomb of Nick Cage. All right, we're back here once again at the Station of Decapitation without your head. I'm still Nasty Neil. I remain terrible, Troy. Mm-hmm. The big thanks to William Crane for coming on the show. I really dug that. Oh, it's mad cool. That was just a really neat guest, Neil. Good job as always. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to having him back. We're going to talk about Dr. Black and Mr. Hyde. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I understand, it's also going to alternate title, Dr. Black and Mr. White. Oh, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I didn't realize that was one, one of the first. Well, I don't know if one of the first. I think I'd be one of the first, but uh, Stan Winston did the effects. Yeah, I'll be damned. I didn't even know that. What year was that, like 75? Uh, yeah, I think it came out in 76. Oh, 76? Okay. But it was probably made in 75, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Cool. So, um, so th- I've got a few announcements here. Oh. The show. This is the last uh, night for Scary Cherry and the Bang Bangs. Okay. That's our music of the month. Excellent. Yep. Uh, starting in March, our music of the month will be the music of Sophia Cacciola and Michael Epstein. Nice. Former guests on the show several times. Mm-hmm. And, uh, very nice and, people. In March is Boston Underground Film Festival, so I thought it was very fitting to have. I know they're not they're in L.A. right now, but um, uh, some music uh, from uh, people who had their uh, start in, in Boston. And we'll be at, at Buff as well, so that'll be cool. Let's see here. There's a few other things I want to announce. Let me uh, pull up my notes. Oh, all right. So I'm going to be on an upcoming, well, several upcoming documentaries. Well, two upcoming documentaries. There'll be a mini documentary by Michael Epstein. Nice. Um, about the the loss of my belly button. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, that'll be- so, like, I have you seen me and it's a picture of your navel. All right, we'll find out how that All works. Right. And uh, and I was asked uh, by uh, Adrian Esposito, who we've had on the show before, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll be in Reed Unbound, which is a documentary about Joel Reed and blood sucking freaks. Oh, too cool! I'm very. Oh, excited. that's awesome! Yeah. Well, those are great things, both of them. I agree. I agree. And also, uh, this just happened right before the show. This is very cool. But uh, without your head interviews, 
um, I believe five or six of them, um, will be uh, featured on the special features of the upcoming German release of the Monster Squad. Nice. Oh, that's totally badass. Which is very exciting. And they'll have German subtitles, so of Euro, she'll be able to, to, to listen along you clearly. Yep. And all our friends in Germany. And oh, that's, that's gonna, great. That's coming up by uh, Wicked Vision Media. Oh, very good. Monster Squad. It's a great movie. One of my yep. favorites. You've always dug the Monster Squad. Yeah. Uh, it's before everyone was talking about it, but mm-hmm. it's now it's like, like everyone loves it. But I, back in the day, I went to see it at the theater, and not a lot of people loved it. Uh-huh. Not hardly anyone talked about it. <laughs> but now, people are people. Uh, yeah, they're all of it. It's got the buzz. Yes. Let's see here. I just got this weird email that. Apple won't be re- won't be removing your show for having episode numbers and episode titles. All okay. right. I guess that's right. good. <laughs> I thought it was something like something bad, but then it was like, yeah. Do they do this normally? Do they remove people for I've never heard this before. All right. But all these sites are getting strange. Like YouTube, they they're always like uh busting balls lately. Oh, really? They just come up with new bizarre rules and things? Yeah, yeah, everyone's going after the videos, trying to trying to unmonetize them. Oh, man. You know, the thing is, though, even though they unmonetize them, some of them, a lot of them still have ads. So it's like, so they're unmonetized, <laughs> but let's put an ad on them. Well, who gets the money for that ad? Exactly. Well, that's not right. Bastards. So, oh, I'm sorry, Rose Laurent here was uh, was she asked some questions for uh, William and I did not see them at top, but oh. I, I appreciate them. And some other people asked some questions, too, but we didn't get to them. But uh, we'll do it again. So yeah, I'll write time. these down and save them. Put them in the vault. Exactly. Exactly. So I see a lot of stuff about it and I'm really looking forward to, to chapter two of it. OK, I love the first chapter. Yep, as did I. Which doesn't mean I hate the the uh, miniseries. I love exactly. it. <laughs> yep, love it too. You like them both? Yep, yep. There's room to love them both. Right. Which, to be fair, I know I've said things about, and it's not been out, it's not out yet about Pet Cemetery. It is possible that I like it too, even though it's different than the original. Oh, there yeah. are things that I'm, you know, I'm not looking forward to about it, but it's possibly great. Who knows? But the the only difference between that, like we were we were dragging feet and naysaying on on it mm-hmm. before we saw clips of it. Once we saw clips of it, then our opinions definitely changed, and it went from being, "Why are they doing this?" to, "Geez, maybe this will be decent." Mm-hmm. On Pet Cemetery. It, it was right from the get-go. We were dragging our feet, and then I heard that Lithgow was attached, which made me happy. But then, as soon the first trailer I saw, I was like, "Jesus, this doesn't look very good." I agree. So I, I think that's the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it was like kids with the animal masks. Yeah. It was weird because I, I saw people like, oh, well, this is going to be, this is more true to the novel, which I don't even, uh, which is odd to say because the first movie is very close to the novel anyway. Oh, yeah. And, but anyway, we talked about that last week. But so anyway, it. And so I'm looking forward to it. I think uh, they picked cool people to star in, uh, as the adults. Yep. But now this thing that I'm seeing, everyone's sharing it. And I'm not saying it makes it bad or anything, but it's like all the hype now is that they're promising the most blood that's ever been in a horror movie. And I'm like, I mean, okay, but <laughs> it, it, I don't really care about that. I no, that's not a good. selling point, right? Yeah, I was, you know, you had me at Bill Hader and stuff. I don't yeah. need, you know. Yeah, berries and Yeah, that's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. It's weird because when they signed him, he, you know, was pre-Barry, and now he's kind of hot. Well, I mean, he's always, like, known stuff, but, uh, that, you know, Barry was up for Emmys and stuff. So, uh, right, right. But, but yeah, it's like. Cemented him in. To me, it's almost cheap. I'm not, because I'm not saying I don't like blood and stuff. I can be a, a, a bloodhound and like really gory stuff. But when it's kind of like when they're telling you, oh, this is an R rated comic book movie. So they're going right. to be F bombs and boobs. And I was thinking, well, that's, I'm not saying I don't want to, that's, you know, oh my God, I don't want to see that or something. But I was thinking it's just like a cheap thing to like, hey, you know, watch this because we say, uh, you know, fuck. And or watch this because yeah. there's, you know, buckets of blood. Yeah. Like, well, is it good? Is what I'm right. About. That's, yeah. That's what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's good without, you know, buckets of blood or with buckets of blood. Right. You know, will it I've remain seen, good? Yeah, I've seen plenty of horror movies that have a lot of blood that suck. And yep. I've seen lots of horror <laughs> movies that have no blood that are good. And, and yep. vice versa. Oh, yeah. Yep. But, yeah. So this one, yeah, everyone's like, oh, hot damn. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not. See, I like, didn't even hear that. I didn't even know that that uh, this was on like their ad campaign or yeah. not to be an ass. But it kind of makes you sound like an imbecile to me. You're like, oh yeah. my god. <laughs> yeah, I don't really see what that brings, you know. No. And like you and, said, like it's not something I'm like, oh my god, if it's bloody, I'm not going to go see it because obviously. I like sure. a lot of movies with a ton of blood in. Oh it. yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is cool too. There's there's an It Monopoly and an It Clue coming out. Oh, nice. That's that's perfect. Yeah. For people who don't know, I used to collect Monopolies. I haven't a while, which is unfortunate because I see a lot of cool Monopolies. Although some of them are like ninety bucks or something. Or, yeah, some of them are kind of crazy, right? Yeah, because I remember the. Um, it was like last year, I think I saw a Golden Girls monopoly, a clue, and oh, okay. it was very, it was very cool because it, it wasn't just, uh, you know, some of the things that's like, like when they put out the Yahtzees, they're really lame because <laughs> it's just <laughs> yeah. like dice, and then they'll give you something like this great big giant like, like skull or something that really has nothing to do with the game. It's just to put the dice in, and no one really actually uses the tumbler. They just pick up the dice and roll them. Yeah, but. The, the Golden Girls clue actually incorporated the Golden Girls into the game. So they were like characters in the game and stuff? Yeah, and, then, and that was also like who ate the last piece of like coffee cake or something. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you know, who killed the guy. 
Yeah. So you know they added a little bit too, which is kind of fun. But how much? So I don't. Was I don't know. Is that another one that was? Yeah, there? I think it was like sixty-five bucks. Oh man. Which you know whatever, but geez, that's a lot. Yeah, it is for a board game. Yeah. So this is cool though. It Monopoly. <laughs> but it clue. I do think. I think maybe that you know because you could probably be have all the uh, loser clubs as the characters. Oh yeah. And then I don't know what you're looking for. Who killed Pennywise or looking for where Pennywise is or I don't know, but mm. I like it. Yep, yep. I'm definitely down with that. So here it says based on the hit 2017 Warner Brothers Pictures film Clue. Uh well, it's it. Uh Clue takes the classic mystery game even further into shrouded chaos as Bill Denmoro and his friends attempt to determine Pennywise's plan. Travel between the house on Nebolt Street. Oh, synagogue. Nice. Yeah, see, this is nice because they take the extra yeah. uh, dairy public library and more to identify identify various items used to lure the town's youth while and, avoiding red balloons. Oh, now is this a game that has already come out or is this coming out? Comes out March. Oh, okay. You think they would have had that as a tie in with the first movie, though? Yeah, because it's the kids. But. Yeah. But I like it because it sounds like it, it has uh, slightly varied rules because mm-hmm. you don't have to avoid, well, red balloons. But you don't have to avoid anything in the original clue. Right. Uh, also inspired by the highly acclaimed film, Monopoly It makes buying, selling, and trading places in and around Dairy, Maine the key to winning the uncanny twist of the landlord's game. Oh, that's awesome. Using tokens of iconic items such as an inhale. Now, this is interesting, the inhaler, because it's not even mentioned, really, in, in the movie. It, well, it's, it might be in there, but it doesn't be... That was my, one of my only problems with the new one, is yeah. they did... They, it was void of the imagination of the kids and to use, like, their items as weapons. Yep, I agree with that. Because, yeah, that was one of our... you know, And we didn't have a lot of, like, no, pictures really about like the it. first one, but, yeah. <laughs> So inhaler, paper boat, that's a good one, and yep. bicycle. Oh, players nice. can, Yeah, that's nice. Players can draw encounters and phenomena cards. I guess that's like chance and uh, community chest. As they build suburban houses and apartment buildings on locations like Pennywise's uh, cistern and the dairy sewers. Well, who would want a build? Who would want an apartment building in the dairy sewers? Oh, maybe they're pretty cheap, huh? No, it must be the purple ones. Well, that would be weird if that's like Boardwalk. Advanced oh, yeah. Dairy <laughs> what would be the Boardwalk of, of Dairy? Jeez. Uh, well, I guess if you're... This, this is taking it as you're kind of an evil person anyway, right? Well, I guess. I, I really don't know. Well, I guess I so, because you're, like you're like a... You just kind of have an evil... Like, think about you if you're a landlord, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So, yeah, so I guess I guess then the sewer would be, like, the 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 place to have, you know, the popular destination. Yeah. Uh, I just saw this on uh, JoeBlow.com. Tonight at midnight, is it's going to be the debut of the new Hellboy uh, trailer. Hope it's better than the last one. Oh, yeah, me too. It really looked like shit. Well, the, I saw a new trailer for um, that new X-Men movie that they've been shelving for over a year. 
mm-hmm. and they released the new trailer during like the Tonight Show last night. And oh, I watched it today, and it looked pretty bad. I don't really know what they're gonna do in this one that they didn't do in the last crappy X Men that they had the the Phoenix in. But it looks like more of the same. Yeah, I can't say I'm dying to see that. No. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Critter, the Critter show's coming to Shitter. Uh, Shitter. Coming to <laughs> Critter and Shudder saying it at the same time. It's kind of it's yeah. like a tongue twister. I kind of like that, though. Yeah. That, that will be our streaming service for Shitter. <laughs> Shitter, yeah. yeah. On down to we'll get uh we'll get uh John for back for that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. So anyway, the the critters series uh, is coming to Shutter. Nice. And uh, this have the poster. It looks pretty badass. I gotta say. Does it? Mm-hmm. See, now that's one that's time has come. You know, you talk yeah. different things that. You know, should they make a remake or a retelling, whatever you want to call it? Mm-hmm. But that's one I, I think definitely deserves it. It deserves like a an overhaul, like bring it back. Mm-hmm. I like little monsters. I like yep. little, you know, man eating thingamajigs. And yep. I believe it's going to be a practical effect. So I say thumbs up. Yeah. I'm all over it then. This is very strange. Um, they're doing a third Walking Dead series. So they've got Walking Dead. Oh, you're the Walking shit. Dead. They're making the movie. You got the comic. You got the actual novels. And it's like every week I see it's like Walking Dead, you know, it's breaks the record of the lowest ratings ever. And I actually still enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. But like if your fan base is dwindling, is it really smart to like? I this is the time now to make a movie and let's make another spinoff. <laughs> yeah, why didn't they think of this jazz when it was like the most popular thing going? Uh huh. Yeah, a few years ago, seems like let's strike while the, the iron's cold. <laughs> yeah, I don't really get that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I I actually didn't like the. Fear Walk, and I only watched the first few episodes. I thought it blew, so I didn't watch anymore. Uh-huh. Although maybe it got better because I didn't like The Walking Dead. Actually, when I liked the first episode, and then yeah, unlike a lot of right. people who claim that first season is the best, and then it sucked. I, I thought that first season was pretty bad, and then the first half of the second season was just the pits. Oh yeah, well, it took me a while to get back into it because I I hated, you know, after the first episode. Mm-hmm. Like I thought, like it veered so much from the comics, I couldn't take it. Yeah, yeah, I I do have a, a feeling or a theory that there's exceptions, but for the most part, the more closely stick to the comics, the better the series is. Mm-hmm. I think all the highlights for me are stuff that's very much like this, like the comic. That okay. was the the very first episode, mm-hmm. and then um, when when they brought in. Um, well, Negan, I think, is oh, I yeah. Negan's just probably the best stuff on the show. And uh, the villain previous to that. Oh, the uh, governor? The gov- yeah, yeah. That's when I really started to get back into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And uh, uh, so far, I've liked the... Um, I do think it's a little slow. That doesn't really bother me, but I know some people it's too slow for the stuff with the uh, 
with the whispers. Mm-hmm. And I do think uh, they they killed off, and I know some people just want to leave the show, but they killed off too many characters that you're invested in. And then to fill the void, they add so many new characters, and you just don't care about them. And then they put them in prominent storylines, and it's like, you know, this person, for example, um, they killed off uh, Carl. Mm-hmm. And then two big storylines from the comic they're doing on the show, but they can't do them with Carl. So the one they really just recreated Carl in his sister. Now she's just the, I mean, she's exactly like, she's more like Carl from the comic than Carl ever was on the TV show. Oh, really? Yeah. So they just, now she's just like the new Carl, but she's a little kid, but she acts like Carl from the comic. Mm -hmm. And so she's in, she's tied in with the Negan storyline. And then I can't remember the other kid's name who's tied in with, um, I forget her name, but she's the young uh, girl from The Whispers, the daughter. And so, like, that's a big storyline in the comic. It couldn't do it with Carl. So they just, like, plugged in this dude, like, this other kid that was barely ever in the show. They gave him, like, one storyline, I guess, so you got interested in him before, you know, they did this. That's one thing the show's always been bad at. Is like if a character is going to die or do something, like you might have never seen anything of them. Then all of a sudden, there's like this storyline where you put your invested, and it's like, and well, you I know if guys- they cash it in with that <laughs> yeah, guy, then right. yeah. <laughs> like you never gave a shit about him, but oh man, all of a sudden, like love this guy because he's dying, and we want you to feel like. <laughs> <You> know. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is happening with the big guy from the kingdom. I hate the kingdom, but I hate it in the comic too. So it's not the necessarily the oh, show's okay. fault. I think I think I think the the king so is just a bad story. Like yeah, either way, it's too stupid. Where it's like you know the guy wants everyone to call him king. And, yeah, and he's got a big lion, and I was uh, I was just ridiculous in the in the in the comic and in the show. <laughs> so you didn't need to see it in the show then. No. But uh, not to spoil anything, but if they, I better not say anything. But I say I, I'm look, I'm looking forward to where 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 things go if uh, they stick to the comic. Okay, read into that as you will. But uh, so anyway, Rob Zombie's Three from Hell. They're saying that it's got a bunch of um, a bunch of cool cameos in it, and apparently Barry Bostwick's in it. That's pretty. No awesome. way, Barry Bostwick. That's badass. Yeah. I don't know if he's like a big part or if he just pops up. I don't know if any of these people can have really big parts because there's been a ton of people involved in this. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's like, so you got, you know, the three main people. And then you've got like uh, Clint Howard, I think, has like a, I thought he had a fairly big part. I'm not sure. I Uh, hope so. Pancho uh, Moeller from, uh, I think a couple people from 31 are in it. Nice. Billy Blair. Let's see. I got a list here. Uh, Mosley, Sherry Moon Zombie, Sid Haig, obviously. Yep. Uh, Gennaro, I don't know who that is. Barry Bostwick. Sonny Bono. No. I think Sonny's dead. Not Sonny Bono. The son. Oh, okay. It just says Bono. Oh, all right. I know it's, it's, or maybe it's, no, I think it's his, yeah, it's his offspring. Mm. Uh, Danny Trejo. Dale Neal Roebuck, Clint Howard, Richard Drake from 31, who I like a lot. Nice. Yeah. Jeff Daniel Phillips, also from 31. D. Wallace, Pancho Moeller. 
There's a bunch of other people. Tom Pop, Tom Papa. That, that's the thing I remember him. He was in that other. He was in. He was the voice of the uh, El Super Bisto. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. It's a really unfunny comedian, but I actually <laughs> like those. <laughs> uh, a lot of people I don't know, so I'll just skip over them. I'm sure just a people. whole bunch of people, though. Yeah, Bill Obris Jr. Um, I, I'm nice. a big fan. We had him yep. so many times. Super nice guy. Uh, Sean Whalen. That's cool. Nice. Boswick. Uh, Boswick's a very fun guy. I met him several times. Have a fun uh, video interview with Barry Boswick. Mm. And I love his, uh, God, what's the movie where he plays old president? Oh, yeah. Um, it's the oh, my God. Shame on me. It's one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. And I mean that. I love it. I'm gonna look it up. It'll be it'll be a shame for me not to mention FDR American Badass. Right, right. Yep. It's the best. I love it. Those people who made that, they made another movie a couple years after that. I never ended up seeing it. Now I gotta look it up. <laughs> now you're gonna have to find it out and look the yeah. damn thing. Helen Keller versus the Night Wolves. I never saw this, but if it's anything like FDR, I've got to I've got to find it. It's in the Night Wolves, huh? And yet another masterpiece <clears throat> by James St. James. This film explores a true story that the government didn't want you to know about how Helen Keller really lost her eyesight and hearing by Night Wolves. And are those like werewolves? I believe you so. Wonder why they just didn't say against the werewolves. No. Maybe they're different. Maybe. Maybe it was because of people like me mm-hmm. that never want to see anything and something else. Yeah. But it's FDR. The F, have you seen FDR American Badass? No, I haven't seen that. Oh, my God. That's so good. It's the best. You watch it and you'll change your mind. You're like, okay, this is awesome. Okay. Well, I might enjoy that one, but I I will never watch uh um oh Pride Prejudice and Zombies or right, right. you know, Macbeth and the Loch Ness monster or that that would be good. they have that it was funny uh, earlier that William Crane mentioned uh, using this uh, script writing program because I've had a lot of, like, I almost said stupid. I mean, amazing uh, <laughs> ideas in my head for different shorts. And so I actually want to write one out and maybe, you know, make it with some, some of my buddies up in Boston or something. Nice. And uh, so I'm just going to write it. What the hell? I asked okay. for some advice. People gave some. And then uh, I, th- I honestly think Michael Epstein's right. He's like, don't worry so much about how to write a script. Just write it. So I don't want to say what it is. I'll tell you off air. Okay. Taking right. the William Crane route here. I want to steal it. Well, how do you know I won't steal it? Well, you, you, well I mean, you can be involved. You trusted me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it does. It does. Uh, it is about necrophilia, which is okay. like a, a topic that's. You know, close to my heart. Yep, yep, near and dear. Mm-hmm. But that probably went without saying. Like, well, it's got to either be about like some kind of rape involving like you know trees or 
or about you know necrophilia, or else they probably everyone would just be disappointed probably for us. Yeah, yep. How about like uh, Trian, right? Like don't don't give away too much. Oh, there's, okay. There's All lots right. of there's lots All of other right. stories I have. All right, very good. Mm-hmm. Which may involve that very thing. Oh, all right. Very good. God damn it. But yeah. Mum's the word. That's that's actually my idea if we have we ever get around to it. I have people that want to do this. If we ever do do the without your head comic. I have uh, uh you and two other artists who, who have uh agreed to, to draw. Mm-hmm. And me, you, and uh, Jason Mitten to uh, to write this you know, three stories. Very nice. We should work on this sometime. Let's just put, oh, absolutely. Like, at least get all the ideas down and go from there. Yep, yep. We'll brainstorm a little. But the spoiler well, I have my, my story ready. I do too, man. It involves tree rape. Okay. All right. Say no more. Mm-hmm. Nod, if, nod, wink, wink. Right. If, if we ever do a move, movie version... It won't be called this because I have a better name, but it's just going to be Tree Rape the Movie. All right, I dig it. Will well, it maybe be a standalone or will it be part <laughs> of like an anthology piece? Right, probably. Or, or maybe that'll just be the, I'll just say it'll be the name of my autobiography, but Tree Rape the <laughs> Movie is a nod name for an autobiography. Oh, but that's okay. <laughs> I do like kind of like the idea that something the movie is the name of an autobiography. I do like that too. Yeah. Or that, like, uh, Tree Rape, the movie, would be the name of, of like, not like the... anything? Well, not, <laughs> not a part of a, uh anthology film, but the actual anthology film. <laughs> and then right. you have a bunch of different, like, like shorts that have nothing to do with that at all. Oh, yeah, that would be even better. I like, yeah. I like that kind of stuff. I like to yep, me too. Just make people, like, what the hell is going on? Yep. So, hopefully he's not listening to this, but... What did I write? Oh, so I wrote about, you know, my, uh, now for when I first got the surgery for weeks, really until about last week, even when I started to feel better, it always felt like there was this foreign thing in my stomach. Uh-huh. I think it was the, uh, the, the bowl tissue that they put the yep. mesh. And, uh, just I felt a- weird with my mesh too, Neil, like mm-hmm. for probably a month. Yeah. Like it just, it wouldn't really hurt. Mm-hmm. But it just felt like you say, there's like something there's something there. that doesn't belong. Yeah, like I'd lay down, I'd go to my side, and like it was like, oh, this is weird. There's like something there. And then you're like worried it's gonna move. And all yep. That. So that feeling went away this week. Awesome. So I think that the bull is, you know, I've absorbed it. It's part of me now. All right. I any signs of horns? Not yet. Okay. If they are, you gotta grab me by the horn. That's right. You'll be like my minotaur then. All right. So I posted this on Facebook. Mostly it's half serious. Well, probably about ten percent serious. All right. Just that part. But in the most part, it'd be silly that I'm part bull and then Alex Jones is right. So people are having fun with this. But right uh-huh. away, the first reply I get. <laughs> I'm sorry if he's listening. I mean no offense. What do you think about my four-part movie? Now, I have to say this is a big pet peeve of mine. <laughs> is someone to reply something that has literally nothing to do with what I wrote? <laughs> like, if you want to ask me a question, message it to me, or just post it on my Facebook. Yeah, make but, another post. Yeah, yeah. don't just write it in, in a thread that's... 
got absolutely nothing. <laughs> so I was like, well, I knew it did, but I was like, well, does it have animal hybrids? And he's like, no. <laughs> I'm just going to read all this. What the hell? I'm working on it with Lloyd Kaufman. So I said, well, this is the first I've heard about it. So I can't really give an opinion, but good luck, man. Sounds fun. <laughs> he goes on. Well, it's a four-part biopic. <laughs> I mean, even like Jesus Christ had like a three-hour movie. <laughs> Didn't make four-part, you know, like a twelve-hour film. Oh yeah, four-part biopic. Damn! And don't As tell me this guy that's like twenty-five years old or something. That's a good. Point. Well, first of all, yeah, it. It. I was. I was thinking. I kind of knew in my mind it's got to be about himself, and it is. It's about himself. <laughs> He's writing a biopic about himself. Four movies, so let's say at the very least that's six hours. Yeah. Is it in real time? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? He's born eighty three, so that makes him what? Thirty six? Yeah. Thirty five, maybe thirty thirty five. Yeah, so still a young man. Yeah. So what has this guy done? In these thirty five years. Been all over. Done everything, man. He's been everywhere, man. And again, no offense. I'm a fat guy. But if you're a fat dude, a fat bald guy with a covered in fur, very hairy man, do not use that as a, a topless picture of yourself. <laughs> Unless you're George Animal Steel. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, he looks like, I mean, honestly, he looks like he'd be George Animal Steel. <laughs> Maybe is. Could be. So yeah, four part biopic, and he's like, please, I want to be on your show as a guest to talk about it. Yeah, hijacking another post about something else probably isn't the way to do that. And he's like, Tell me a date that I can come on. It's like, come on, man. Don't make me tell you no. I feel like an ass. But the answer is no. Actually, go go make this, so that then maybe we'll have him on. But right now, it's just something. I even saw pictures. It's just like something you jotted down in a notebook. That's not a movie. It's not even a script. No. It's it's intention. So I wish him luck. I'm not saying I I hope you know to sabotage this four part biopic. But you're a little dubious of it. Even Lord of the Rings had three movies. <laughs> yep. That's true, and it jammed an awful lot into three. Yeah, Star Wars for the first you know decade or <laughs> twenty years was three movies. Yep. But no, the story of this band needs four films. And I'm trying to think of any like, you know, biography I've read. I, well, I guess some of the guys like nah, pretty much everybody can cram it into one book. Yeah, I know some wrestlers have done multiple. Yeah. They're after but that, usually they'll so, do one and then yeah. 10 years later do another one, you know, with the shit well, that's happened in between. It would that would make sense, but I, I'm thinking of Mick Foley and Chris Jericho, they've each done like four or five. Oh, and okay. their first ones were great. Then after that, it gets kind of like, all right, dude, like <laughs> I got you're some filler a, then, yeah, writing a 400 page book about like this week in TNA and like <laughs> <laughs> and your band that's like a, a a, a comedy cover band of Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> I don't need to read that. Yeah, because I've seen like 
you know, like I got uh, the book about Brando, and they pretty much cram that into one book. And there's a guy that led, led a pretty full life. Yeah, right. I nothing against this man. I don't even want to say yeah. this, but I, I mean, I, I, I don't think that he's lived the life of Marlon Brando. No. <laughs> You know, Maybe it was a pretty dense book. It was a pretty dense book, you know, and yeah. a lot of stuff going on. But Yeah, and he's he's had, like, one documentary about him. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, yeah. we're going to make a, a four-movie ep, ep, four feature. I even asked feature films. I thought, well, maybe he's making, you know, 10-minute shorts. But four feature films about his life. Wow. Uh, then he's, he's like the most interesting man alive. He's like, you know, he's playing my mom. I was like, I, I don't know. And so he's like, Nancy O'Dell. I had no idea who that was. So like the, and she's like a newswoman. They probably just <laughs> has the hots for, I guess. But I was like, well, first of all, I'm sure she has no idea. But why why would you cast a newswoman to be in a you know in a in a movie? Yeah, I don't I don't know. That's that's a little weird. Yeah. Yeah, this one I think we're putting the uh, the cart before the horse a little bit. Yes, I believe so. And I think he has a name for it. Some, but it's like you know, like we're gonna get Al Roker to play somebody. In the movie. <laughs> that could be probably be pretty awesome. But yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, we can get him before he lost the weight. Yeah, yeah, you can play like our Uncle Barry. Mm-hmm. Oh man! So anyway, I'm, I hope he's not listening. He probably isn't. Probably didn't listen to the show. He probably just—I don't want to come on. The show. I don't Talk even about to my movies that aren't out. He takes pictures of his writing, and they're all blurry. You, can't, you can barely re- look at the the, the words. <laughs> now I feel bad because maybe he's like not all there or something. But, yeah, yeah. But, but what the hell? Bury this asshole. <laughs> Maybe I'll have better manners next time. Then. Right, right. But I'm sure he's a good guy. So was there anything at all about, like, you know, about your thing that you started this? Not from him. About? No. Not a damn thing from him. <laughs> this is all about himself and his four movies. All about him. All this right. is a very self-centered man. He's like, I'm going to take this post about you. Make it about me, and then make it about a movie I'm writing about me. Four about movies me. about me. Yeah, there's a little narcissism going on there. Yeah, like so. I went and you know I played some Monopoly with my mom. <laughs> the riveting movie. Cliffhanger, like who wins? Not exactly, you know, hand solos, you know, and cutting carbonite. Are they going to go save them? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Queen had one movie. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Did you did you see the trailer for um, uh, the Elton John movie? Yeah, this is very that 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 movie's really like started a trend. Yeah, I agree. I actually saw it when I went to see. Uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, really? They had the trailer there? Yeah, and oddly enough, they've changed the because tr- the trailer I saw it, and you can find it on YouTube, is very bizarre. Mm-hmm. The trailers they show now look like an ag- like a regular movie. They, they look pretty good. Right. The, the original trailer I saw, it's like, this is 
based on a true fantasy and they show like the crowd floating in the air and he's playing on stage and he starts flying and I was like, what the fuck kind of movie? <laughs> well, it did, it did strike me as a little odd because, you know, the fact that Elton John is still alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they make movies about people that's alive, I guess. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I guess just, you know, because Freddie Mercury, you know, like was dead, so he couldn't really tell his story, so. It's weird, though. It's like, oh, man, it's like the, the forgotten kid from that 70s show. He's all of a sudden playing Elton John. Oh, is that who it is? I think so, isn't it? Like, the, I never really watched the show. but Yeah, me think, either. I'm not sure. I might be totally wrong. What the hell do I know? But I think it's the, uh, I think it's the pothead. I mean, they're all potheads, but I think he was, I think he was even balding on the show. Oh, okay. Oh, I he think always, you're right. Whenever yeah. I see trailers, it's like, why is this like middle-aged man like you know, playing <laughs> D and D with like these teenagers? I guess it's that like you know happy days kind of vibe going on. Uh, I think that's him though. I might be. Yeah, wrong. I think you're right. You're probably right. So you know, he might, he could possibly end up being the the biggest star out of uh, that. Series. That would be pretty funny. Yeah. I um, as long as it's not the the fucker that was. Venom that yeah, killed he's Venom tough. for the longest time for me. That was bad times. I don't know if he's done anything since. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen him in anything in a while. <laughs> but yeah, some people. Uh, yeah, like uh, Diane Summer Isle said it was a Minotaur. Nice. See, yeah, that's perfect. Michael Epstein asked about uh, his seven part movie he's doing. <laughs> Dean Knowles said he's got a trilogy in mind. Then it see, then it just it just disintegrates into a, into a bunch of nonsense about the fucking four part movie. <laughs> fucking ass, this fucking guy, Robin Anderson, uh, becoming a centaur. That was that. That would be a horse, ma'am. Yes. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Esther is like fucking hell. It's never dull in your post. Which is funny. <laughs> Stephen Simmons has posted a picture of Mantar, which is pretty awesome. Oh, that's nice. I like that. <laughs> so I didn't want to mention this while uh, while William was on because uh, big fan. Uh, but so I'm watching uh, Blackula, which I genuinely think is a good movie. I like. Yep. It. I really enjoy. I it also too. like the sequels. Well, screen black. Screen. I haven't so watched... seen it in a million years. I'll let you borrow. I got the okay. double feature on Blu-ray from. Oh, screen nice. Factory, nice. Which is very cool. Uh, so I was like, well, I'm gonna listen to the commentary track. Mm. It'll pick up some notes. So first, well, first of all, I found out some of the stuff the guy did say is just like a lie. That uh, <laughs> that like that wasn't really part of the movie, and they just added it in about. Dracula. Oh, I know. That's oh, that that makes me sad yeah. though. And even in the doc, in the commentaries, it's like it doesn't even fit in the rest of the movie. And I, I even at the time, I didn't. I thought, well, I mean, it's the origin of the guy. <laughs> right, right. So it is kind of important, really. And it adds a whole it adds a whole element of them. Otherwise, he's just the black Dracula, whatever. Who cares? Right. But. The movie is, I mean, that whole po- po- point is, so Dracula enslaves, so he turns he turns uh, the prince into a vampire, and then enslaves him. He's like, you're cursed, you're a vampire, I'm putting you in the coffin and, and burying you. 
Yeah, it was a definite dick move. Yeah. So, I mean, you could look. I mean, it's obvious. This is, which is well done, though. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's like uh, slavery in America. You got the, the black guys enslaved for 200 years. Mm-hmm. Then he gets free. And then it's like, well, can you blame the guy oh, for his exactly. anger? Yep. After he's been a slave for 20 years. If you didn't have that, what what would be the the movie it would be kind of pointless. It'd just be like, this is just a, a vampire, black vampire. Yep. And like you said, where would the movie even come from? Where would the guy come from? He's just yeah. something there for no reason. No, yep. Yeah. So, so anyway, but I have to also have to say, this guy, David Walker... The whole, the whole thing. He just keeps saying this movie's trash. Wow, no way. He outright says this movie's trash, and I'm like, then he'll every once in a while he'll add in, but I love it, and I'm like, <laughs> well, you don't say anything you like about it. He just keeps saying it sucks. Every scene <sighs> sucks. Well, I don't think I've ever seen any commentary, even on like a bad movie that. Yeah, it's like people like, hey, it's a bad movie. It really just left a bad taste in my mouth. Like, I don't want to hear this when I'm watching a commentary about a movie you like. Right. Like a really any movie. Like, you probably even starts out like, you must be a hardcore fan if you're listening to this. To, to even buy this, you have to be a hardcore fan. But then to listen to the commentary track of Black, you have to be, you know, above and beyond. And then he goes on to tell you what trash it is. Huh. It's like, you must really love this. Let me shit on it. Wow. Very weird. Yeah, that is weird. And and what is this guy's like claim to fame? Is I he... have no idea. Let me look here. It says um, author, film historian, and filmmaker David Walker. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I guess he made a documentary about black exploitation. Boy, it must be great because he kept saying like how they all sucked. He said <laughs> this was the best one, and he said it was trash. Wow. He said, if you took this one and the second one and just cut out the best parts, you could make a decent short film. I was like, wow, that's really great endorsement. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's tremendous. So I I say boo to that man. Yeah, you're not kidding. I think Blackula deserves a better, like, commentary track. I agree. Good movie. Yeah. William Marshall's excellent in it. Lots of screen presence, great voice. Mm-hmm. Oh characters. yeah, I, re- I remember him in one of those old Star Treks too. Um, I think that was the first thing I had seen him in. Yeah, it's, that he played like the guy invented computers or something. Yeah, yeah, it was a really like cool episode, and like they were a very tall guy too. Mm-hmm. I just remember like he towered over a Shatner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever watch a show, Mister Mercedes? No, no, I haven't watched it. I, I read the book. I like it. So season three's coming. I mean, I really didn't. Holy like shit. It. Wow. I'll have to try to find it. So anyway, Bruce Stern's going to be on season three. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm just going to say this. It's not, it's not official yet, but I was asked if he can uh, find the time, if we would be interested in interviewing Bruce Stern for the show. And I said, of course. Oh, my God. Yeah. So what do you think? I am some ass. But I didn't say that. So of course, yes, that'd be awesome. Oh, that sounds great. Pretty wild. If you do it, does it? Boston Underground Film Festival's coming up, Troy. That's an excellent thing. Mm-hmm. 
I'm a big fan. I loved it last year. Looking forward to this year. They haven't announced anything, I don't think. But oh, none of the movies coming up. They haven't announced. No, it's not that far off. They got to get on, get on the ball here. Yeah, you're not. But kidding. I think it might have been the same way last year. Now that I think about it. Mm, it's, yeah, it's like the twentieth. I think. Yeah, March twentieth. Okay. And so that's not that far away. It's like no. three weeks. Yeah, they, you think they'd have, you know, something about it going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure there'll be cool stuff. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, did you hit it last year? Yeah, it was my first uh, film festival. I oh, okay. Very good. And I know you had a lot of fun, so. Yeah. Yeah. Great time. So I'll definitely looking forward to it uh, again this year. Let me see. The only um, bit of news that I have heard mm-hmm. is that um, comic company that I'm not really familiar with, Dynamite Comics, have uh, have done a deal with F. Paul Wilson, and they're going to produce Repairman Jack comics. So I thought mm. that was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I, I've never read any. I have to re- uh, read them sometimes. Yeah, well, if if the comics come out, like it'd probably be a lot like quicker, you know, just to read those. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to do all all the. Saying I'm an you know, idiot. Airman Jack. <laughs> no, no, but you could you could always get them on audio too, though. Right, right, right. I'm just being an asshole. I know you like to like multitask. I do, I do. Sometimes I got to rewind because you know you you're listening and then all of a sudden you start like. Paying attention to like solitaire or something. Yeah. Like, oh shit! What did I, what did they say? <laughs> what did I just miss? I missed the whole ending of this. Yeah. It is kind of a shame that uh, it's probably like probably some people think what a what a piece of shit. <laughs> what about what? That you'd like read a listen to a book while you're playing solitaire. Oh. Or, or like well, I mean, uh, making usually, graphics. Audio books like I'll, I'll listen to in the car. Mm-hmm. You know, while I'm driving. So you can always listen to them on your walks or something. I don't think you'll forget how to put one foot in front of the other. I will not. I will not. I just, what if I do? Like, ah. Oh, oh, yeah. Then you're like, well, then you blame it on the audiobooks. You're like, I'll never fucking listen to another one of those. Yeah. What I'm currently listening to is uh, I Hear You Paint Houses. And what's that about? It's uh, the book uh, that uh, The Irishman is based on. Oh, okay. The movie by um, Scorsese is coming to Netflix. Yep, yep. And uh, that where that comes from is it's a term that they would uh, use, you know, in the mobsters and in the uh, the near dude wells for people who would uh, murder someone. Oh, no kidding! You'd, you'd paint the house red. Ah. That was kind of like the, you know, the, hey, been awfully dry lately. Yeah. It's a more interesting title. I don't need my umbrella. What? It's a more interesting title, but I don't know if, like, audiences would be like, what the hell is that about? Like, I don't see a movie. No, because actually, when you said it, like, I was completely disinterested by the title. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. Um, Yeah. So let's see here. Uh, Mr. Mitten, the headless critic over on withoutyourhead.com, 
He's uh, recently uh, reviewed Lords of Chaos, which I've heard tons about. I got to check this movie out. Everyone's loving it. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's about like a like a like a uh, like a metal singer or something. Oh yeah, yep, yep. In like Iceland or something. Yeah. Almost everyone I know loves it, so I need to check it out so I can be like, "This sucks." <laughs> And it says between the but anyway, I, I do want to mention he gave it a four headless critics. That's high praise. Wow. Between the trees. Mm. He only gave that one two. Comes out March fifth. And this one I think he just posted, but it sounds fucking crazy. Rock and roll Frankenstein. All right. You got me. I dig it. Mm-hmm. A throwback review came out in 1999. Hmm. Man, that sounds sweet. You gave it three. It kind of came and went, though. I never, never even heard of the film. Oh, came almost twenty. That's like twenty years ago. 1999 is twenty years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Two thousand zero zero party over. Out of time. I remember they were partying like it was uh, it was that year. Yeah. Man, old man. Partying with rock and roll Frankenstein, man. Better than rock and roll Buck Zumhoff. <laughs> Damn right that's, it that's is. Your daughter. Yeah. Yep. Bad times. Very dark bad joke. wrestler, and then you find that shit out. It's like, wow, man, that's terrible. Yeah, especially when you when you interviewed the man and his yeah. doctor was on the show. Yep, yep. That's that's just strange, man. Man. Someone asked, where can you find the pot? I don't want to be an ass, but I post the links everywhere. All this <laughs> stuff. Where do you find it? Well, in the link on the thread that you're asking. <laughs> That and people will ask the same question that someone else asked <laughs> that I've answered like two or three times. Like I just don't, I just stop answering it. Yeah. Like you can look above. Not like it's got five hundred replies. But anyway, I'm not here to bitch. You're gonna have a good time. That being said, though, there are a lot of people that you can bitch about on the internet. I'm sure there are. And in real life. True. That's a, that's the thing. I always blame the internet, and other people blame the internet. But it's probably this, Troy. It's probably there's always been complete dumbasses and assholes. <laughs> yep. But you didn't know about it because, like, unless they live down the street from you, how that you're not going to come into 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 contact with some dumbass in Des Moines, Iowa. I That's don't, true. I don't you're right. You're right. And that, but that now, <laughs> now you can. It's right there. Yep. Yeah, and, and especially if you're like, uh, you know, like uh, a madness magnet, like you are. That's very true. I, being a crazy magnet, you can, you, you will find them. They will find you, I guess. Yeah, you were saying that years ago, and I was like, I don't know, but it's very true. <laughs> I kind of like them in there. Maybe that's the problem. Like I do kind of, I like them. I hate them and love them at the same time. Yeah. Like yeah. if there's not some like crazy troll 
That's yep. bo- like I do kind of miss it. I'm like, well, it's kind of boring. Wish there was <laughs> the hell's Robbie Scar when you need him, <laughs> which it is not often. No, you don't need no. him off. But like every now every, and then, yeah. If he was like like a full moon, yeah, yep. Came around like once a month or something. They'd be like, ah, oh, it's kind of that's fine. But if he had a full moon every night, it loses its specialness. You're like, ah, oh, definitely. And werewolves are out again. Yep, yep. They're out every night now, man. Yeah. Robbie Scarf. They just let him out every once in a while. Maybe I shouldn't joke about because he was like institutionalized. <laughs> now he thinks he's like a pirate. That, I know. Once they gave him the eye patch, and it's like he became a pirate. Once he gets a peg leg, there'll be no living with him. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this is. I'm just scrolling Facebook. Countries with more butter have happier citizens. Is that something that anyone really needed to study? No. Like, that. like I'm pretty sure countries that don't have butter, they're probably not as happy. Well, they probably don't have anything either. Probably exactly. don't have any butter because you got no milk and you got no yeah. milk, you got no gritters. And... Good point. Good point. Because why else wouldn't you have butter? That's right. Like there's a butter shortage. <laughs> yeah, because butter is pretty easy to make, actually. Mm-hmm. That was the thing, too. I saw people, now I haven't seen it for a while, but there was a little while there people were sharing this thing like how to make your own butter. And they're like, oh, it's so uh And so I was reading it and you have to buy like all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, to go buy all these creams and all this stuff and then to sit there and churn it. Like, <laughs> yep. it's going to cost you way more than if you just go buy even, like, the priciest pack of butter. It's like four bucks or something. Yeah, for, like, high-quality butter. Like, yep. I don't need to make that. Yeah, every now and then we'll do a time where it's like, man, you know, I really like pot stickers at, at the Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, we're going to make our own pot stickers. So find good recipe. I think we got it from, like, Yan from Yan Can Cook. That guy's still alive. Oh, yeah, Yan rules. He still has his restaurants. His restaurants are tremendous. And uh, so big, you know, involved uh, recipe. Mm-hmm. So make the dough, make the filling, do all this stuff. Make them all up. So this takes us, like, probably four hours just to prepare everything. Mm-hmm. And so then we start to make them and the first batch, like we burn to hell because like we don't know how hot to make them and when to add the uh, the chicken stock to it and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we burn the pan, burn the pot stickers, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And so I think the third batch were edible and they were good. And mm-hmm. so we spent probably five hours. It probably cost us 30 bucks, not included in ruining the pan. And we made good pot stickers. Or mm-hmm. I could go down to any Chinese restaurant, get an order of them for four bucks. Right. So that was the first and last time we ever made pot stickers. Yeah, yeah. It's like butter. You can get but you can get butter anywhere. You really <laughs> yeah. need to say you're make butter. Exactly. I sit here for like two hours making some butter. Spend <laughs> like twelve bucks on the ingredients. Yep. And then you try it and be like, yeah, it's good. It tastes like butter. Right. And like, yeah, next time I'll go buy some butter. Yeah. So they announced a new Candyman. Oh, who is it? Uh, Yaya Abdul Mateen II. 
Mm. He That's played, an impressive name. It is impressive. He played uh, Black Manta in uh, Aquaman. Oh, okay. I did not see Aquaman. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Aquaman, but he was fine in it. Oh, okay. I'm not going to. So he'll probably be okay. Uh, yeah, I think it's a job. Yeah. I know some people are mad that Tony Todd's not Candyman, and I'm a huge fan of Tony Todd. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, he's an older guy now, so ah, it's fine. Yep, yep. I think I hope they have him in it somehow or another. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be nice. You know, you always like to see that. So I asked the uh, Facebook page, facebook.com/slash/group/slash/without-your-head-horror, uh, what their favorite stream streaming site or channel for movies was. And let's see, number with only one vote, uh, Showbox. I'm not sure what that is. Mm. With two box voodoo, I've never used voodoo, but I've heard of it. Oh, okay. With three is one I really like is is two B, which is one that I just just recently uh, discovered. I like it. It's free, a lot of stuff. Uh, with four, you get YouTube. With seven, Hulu. Nice. With eight, Amazon Prime. Good, good. I love me some Amazon Prime. With ten, Shutter. Shutter, excellent. Very good. And the top streaming service with twenty six votes, Netflix. Yeah, I gotta say I'm I'm a fan of the Netflix. I really yeah, am. I like them all. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever heard of this movie Billy Kid versus Dracula? I have. I have heard of it. That's an older one, isn't it? Yeah, I saw the poster I shared it because it looked to me I didn't I never heard of such a movie, but I kind of want to find it. Yeah. Got John Carradine in it. Yeah, I think he plays Dracula in it. Oh, really? I thought I maybe he, he plays like Billy. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Yep, I, I've seen it, but years and years ago. Hmm. I'm gonna find it. Sounds sounds awesome. Yep. It's probably not, but. Yeah, it didn't really stick with me over these years. I, really great poster. Is yeah. it a movie that should just be? Because I, I have a, like Sharknado, honestly, I think should have just been a poster. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the thought of John Carradine in it is better than actually John Carradine being in it. Right, right. Yeah, just be a poster. Yeah. So I saw here too. Um, Somebody shared this. Uh, Michael Caine shared not the Michael. Well, I guess he oh. is the Michael Caine, but not not the Michael Caine from Jaws: The Revenge. <laughs> Come on, Neil. That's the best movie you can think of with <laughs> Michael Caine in it. I think that's a go-to film when you think of Michael Caine. <laughs> Jaws: The Revenge. I mean, the guy's probably been in what fifty movies or more. <laughs> So, uh, let's see here. In Search of Darkness, it's uh, coming out. And it says it aims to be the definitive documentary about 1980s horror. And I think that's cool. I like 80s horror. I like documentaries. It sounds fun. But how can you be the uh, definitive tra- uh, um, documentary of all 80s horror? It have to be like 12 hours long. Oh, yeah. Huh. I mean, you could do a good one. I'm not saying it's not going to be good or fascinating or maybe the best one, but the mm-hmm. definitive one of all horror because, like, people think like slashers, but I mean, there's all kinds of movies from the 80s, horror movies. Oh, yeah. You talk about every one. Yeah, it's a, an hour it's, and a half. 
pretty jam-packed time period for horror flicks. Yeah, let's just say there was this, this, this. I mean, you got to talk about it. Can't you? Like, <laughs> yeah, you think you talk some people from certain movies and what have you? Right. So I'm looking forward to, but I think sometimes you're overstating yourself when you're just like the definitive. <laughs> Too much for me. Yep, I'm with you. <laughs> so uh, let's see. We got some upcoming guests. Uh, none of them are confirmed yet, but keep an eye on withoutyourhead.com and also the Facebook group. Yeah, also, there's also the Twitter. I guess if you want to use Twitter, false. But the active things are the Facebook group and the website. Keep an eye on them. Really, if you want like the uh, the inside scoop before anyone else gets it, I would say join the Facebook group. Yeah, that's usually the place where you know you're gonna find out some some cool stuff and you know who's coming on and what we're gonna be yakking about or where we're gonna be or right. anything else. It's I just yeah. I just put a speaking of the Facebook, I put a yeah, Kung Fu Fighters. Yes, you just gotta watch the little trailer there. I'm watching the trailer. I don't have the sound on because I don't wanna. Yeah, but I I think it's better without the sound because. Just the giant pirate, I think you'll dig. I like the kind of the old school special effects where it's just like a superimposed man. <laughs> yeah, it's just giant. a guy dressed up like a like why a zombie is, pirate. Yeah. He's just giant. And, I don't know why he needs to be giant. I, I don't know. I don't get that either, but it just makes it even better, I think. Uh, like, it's one thing that there would even be a giant. But, <laughs> but a giant pirate a crab claw. Yeah. What what how about the size of that crab? I know that was oh. yeah, that was the mother load of crabs right and there. Where do you get the clothes too? And I think you're gonna have to have those custom made. Mm-hmm. I guess you know the and like the sword, you get like a giant pirate sword. Yeah. He's got it all, that guy. I guess the like the uh it's like if he does well, if you have a big claw, why do you need a sword either? And then I don't know, like, once you oh, see him without yeah. the eye patch. And the, there's, he's just got a shark coming out of his eye. Of his eye, yeah. I thought you would dig that. Yeah. I guess if he didn't have clothes, though, he'd just have, like, a zombie wang. <laughs> That's true. Well, that was something. Yeah. I, <laughs> I thought you'd enjoy that. Uh-huh. Kung Fu Fighters. Yeah. Man, it's a lot. Let's keep going here. Yeah, it doesn't. And then the ending's really bizarre. Hopefully, okay. this is just the trailer because the trailer's fun. But like, do I want to watch an hour and a half of a giant <laughs> zombie pirate? Not God, really. I hope not. No. no, I think the trailer shows you everything you need to see. Was there ever a time when pirate poitate pirate poitation was like a term? Oh, I don't know. And all the pirates were like, man, you know, they've been. Exploiting us for years, and we should cash in. Yeah. I mean, they they have the term Nazi exploitation, but it's like, <laughs> is it really bad to exploit the Nazis? No, I think if any group deserves to be exploited a little bit, or yeah, or if if you're gonna bully something, I think like Nazis pretty much okay to bully. Right. Now I don't know what the hell's going on. They're like shooting a guy in the belly with like some kind of rays. Yeah, and then he starts just like yakking everywhere. Um, uh, pirates. I don't really want to see guy puking. Yeah, the pirates better. Yeah. Giant pirate. Like there was a little love to the giant pirate. He came out yeah. like the great Cthulhu, you know. 
Now I've never <laughs> seen these movies, but I like people always say, "Oh, you got to see like the the puke trilogy or whatever the hell they call it." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, I don't really need to see that." Yep. Maybe I'm just a a prude, but I really don't need to see like a, a the vomit gore trilogy. But no, yeah, why are you calling so, the cops right now? Yeah, because I told. Yep. That'd be like bloody poo trilogy, you know? Right. Don't need it. So this this video this guy recorded. This wasn't horror really at all, but so he was in the uh, he was in a dog park, mm-hmm. uh, and his dog started humping this other dog, and the woman called the cops. She's like I'm gonna call him, and he's like he's like the dogs hump each other all the time. That's kind of what dogs do, right? He's like, that's inappropriate. <laughs> that's just <what> it means. <laughs> could you imagine someone? Could you imagine, like, I'm going to call the cops because your dog's something my dog? I know. And was, was and the he dog. He stopped. Like... He took it off. <laughs> yeah, that is a weird one. That's... This is going viral, as the kids say. <laughs> I mean, my dog will do that. Even even my female dog will do that. Yeah, yeah. She'll hump me on occasion. It's just Be careful. Someone things. doesn't call the cops. I know, I know. And Maru, he's you know he's been neutered, so he's you know he could hump somebody all day, and it's not going to really do anything. Right. Yeah, people are crazy. Bunch of weirdos. So anyway, I think we'll be back next. Well, we will be back next week, Troy. We will, but it might be on a different night next week, Neil. Mm, what's going on next week? Because next Thursday, we have an appointment. Oh, is it? Is uh, oh, it's uh, Captain Marvel. Yep, we're yep. going to see the sneak freak on Thursday. So maybe yeah. we can do it Wednesday if you're yeah, up. Yeah, that sounds good. We'll do the show Wednesday. That's good that I remember those because I don't have a guest plan yet. So if we get a guest, okay, we'll, uh, good. Swap them over. Yeah, sounds good. I like it. So that should be fun. I think we got like the big 3D thing. The mm-hmm. only thing is, one thing will be a little bit wasted on you is is that you get the free popcorn. I'll so just give it I'll to give somebody, it to or, somebody. or maybe you can swap it. Maybe you can like say instead of a popcorn, you'll find something. Some yeah, find something of like an equivalent value and say, hey, can I trade this for that? Very true. And get a corn dog. Yeah. Do they have corn dogs? No idea. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't had a corn dog in like decades. No, neither have I. I've never really been a big fan of the corn dog. I always thought they were okay. I'd rather have a regular hot dog. Yeah, I think they're all right too. I'm not like dying to have a corn dog. That's probably why I haven't had one for a long time. (laughs) Yep, same here. Like, why am I waiting? Like, man, I got to get a corn dog. It wasn't because of the great, like, you know, corn dog uh, um, famine. Exactly. Exactly. It does remind me something. It's another pet peeve of mine. And I just like the bitch, but <laughs> I have no problem with people taking pictures of food. I do it a lot. So if I make yep. something that I think looks good, I'll post a picture. If we're out eating and it looks good. Oh, yeah. Always do that. All right. But if you're eating like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on like a paper plate, <laughs> you don't need to take a picture of it. <laughs> They're like, look Maybe at it's this pile really of spectacular peanut butter and jelly. It's like, look at this pile of canned tuna on top of like a, <laughs> a piece of iceberg White lettuce. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, you don't need to take the picture of that. Yeah. There's a friend of mine. I want to say his name because I like him, but he's always posting these these even videos of him making grilled cheese. And I'm just like, <laughs> dude, it's a grilled cheese. Like a little kid eats that. And I'm not saying it's bad. It's fine. Yeah. But you don't need to take a video. Like, God damn, look at this. I made a grilled cheese. <laughs> Sad times. So don't do that. That's just, <laughs> just stop that. Yeah. Now, if you, if you made something that looks awesome, Totally fine. That's fine. Do whatever you want. But oh yeah, don't you can't just take a picture of like a, a piece of fluff on like a Ritz cracker. <laughs> like what could I made? There was somebody they act. I'm not even kidding. And again, I like this guy listens to the show. Apparently, he's not like uh, as cooked for himself very often. He was cooking hamburger for the first time, and I'm not even joking. He took the whole pound of hamburger and it was in like, you know, it's still in the same shape that you, that it comes in like from the supermarket and he threw it in a pan. So he had like a whole pound of like a, just a big hunk of meat of a hamburger <laughs> with like salt and pepper sprinkled over the top. And I was uh, like, come on, what the hell are you going to do with that? Like you're going to put that in like between the bun or high, it's not even going to get done. Cause it's like five inches thick. And, <laughs> oh my lord! Again, does not warrant a picture. No, unless you like look, uh, look what a dumbass I am. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> yeah, that's my bitching for today. Okay. I generally like to say positive, but yep. if you do something really dumb, sometimes you, know, you gotta get called out. Exactly. So, yeah, get gone. Oh, no, I, I'm just thinking if there was something that was annoying me, but I don't think there is right at the moment. Maybe I'm just like wrong. No, no, I just it. Well, the one thing that I, I've recently seen an ad for, and um, and I thought some things were pretty cool because you had uh, like the big trailer for all this new stuff that's coming out on HBO this year. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. You know, they showed like the Game of Thrones, Barry season two and stuff. Yeah. But then one of the things that struck me is maybe not, it, it might not be strike while the iron is cold, but mm-hmm. it's kind of a strange one and I'm happy about it. But again, I don't know like what year was the last year that Deadwood was on TV but they're having an HBO Deadwood movie. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm, ex- I, I'm excited. I want to see it too. But it does seem like, uh, like even if you did Sopranos, which you're doing a new Sopranos show, mm-hmm. like I think that's always been popular. And I'm not saying people don't like Deadwood, but it does seem like something that no one ever talks about. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Maybe it's just because now, um, you know, you see Ian McShane on more things, and maybe mm-hmm. I, I don't really know. I don't get it. Yeah, it's a movie, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's that. There's a Breaking Bad movie coming out about Jesse Pinkman, which that'll be cool. I'm excited. Oh yeah, that. that should be good. And then the prequel to Soprano sounds awesome. It's about uh, Tony's dad and Tony as a kid in the '70s. Oh no, kidding! Yeah. Oh no, that sounds interesting. And Uncle June. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that sounds good. I like to see that. Christopher's yeah. dad, isn't it? Oh, good. Oh yeah, that that should be fun then. Yeah, 
All right. Until next week, this is Nasty Neil. And this is Terrible Troy. And this is without your head. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.